0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: This time on Vet Story. Okay, great. So what's the name of the group? Voices of Service. We're using this platform to show what music can do as music therapy for servicemen and women who are coping with post-traumatic stress. And we just love what we do. We all have a common bond to serve our country.
2: It's what gives us the, the, the power or the fire to do what it is we do.
1: I remember we were actually being attacked. So I just started singing a song. And everybody was like, how can you sing a song at this time? I said, why not? We don't know. This could be our last time. But if it's going to be our last time, let it, be with, let it be with joy. Let it be with some type of happiness. Let it be with some type of encouragement
2: to have this opportunity. It reminds you what a great country we do live in. And it's for those people, for those men and women who have given the ultimate sacrifice that I'll stand on the stage and sing tonight.
0: Welcome to Vet Story. I'm your host, Navy veteran, Phil Briggs. All right, our next guests I saw on TV Just a couple weeks ago I like to watch the show America's Got Talent And I have to say I was taken If not blown away When I saw some of my fellow veterans And service members just nailing it On stage with their audition And their rendition of Katy Perry's Rise It didn't take long for the judges to take notice And as we're about ready to hear In this little clip, you'll see Their voices rise above all else
2: just survive
0: So with an incredible standing ovation and one judge gabby union rose to her feet before even the crowd started uh, it was just it was just apparent that our next guests are just absolute musical gems and i'm gonna run through them real quick let's pretend we're in class and i'll just call your name and you say hello let's start with sergeant first class jason hannah
3: hello how you doing all
0: right jason glad to have you uh sergeant major crystal reams Hello. Peace. Here I am. Hello, Sergeant Major. Staff Sergeant Ron Henry. Greetings, everyone. And Master Sergeant Caleb Green.
4: They're the best for last, baby. Blessings and greetings, everyone. (laughs) Well, I'm
0: pleased to meet all you, and we'll I'll try to direct this as linear as possible so that nobody gets confused who we're talking to, and uh, we'll just say, like, here forward, just go ahead and say your name the first time you chat. I just want, wanted to, as you heard, give a tremendous compliment to that achievement. That performance on stage was just lights out. I enjoyed every second of it, and my wife just was like, wow. She's like, they really, really have a leg up against everybody else, because you guys can harmonize, and you've been singing for such a long time. Uh, let's start with the highest ranking. <laughs> And say, tell me about the group that you're with. I know Voices of Service is with a group called the Center for American Military Music Opportunities, Camo Music. Tell me a little bit about your work with Camo Music and what Voices of Service does. So you said
2: highest ranking, so I guess you're talking to me. Yes. Yes,
4: I am. That would be because, you know, sometimes the boys forget. They never forget. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you
2: put them in the place, Sergeant
0: Major. You put them in their place.
2: <laughs> I love them. I love all, all three of them. They're my brothers. Um, so Center for American Military Music Opportunities. Um, we uh, basically, as Voices of Service, work um, with uh, veterans and, and um, active duty. Um, anyone who suffers from traumatic brain injury or PTSD, um, using music as therapy um, to help heal some wounds and heal some scars.
0: the battlefield amazing now as we heard in the package that aired during america's got talent um ptsd and using music to treat the trauma and the drama of the military deployments and the things that we have to see through you know the lens of war um it was really really touching let's go to master sergeant caleb green Share with me one moment or one moment that really depicts what it was like, what it was like to experience a day you'll never forget.
4: Oh, man. First of all, I'm a huge fan of the show, and I really like the format. Additionally, I've seen it a thousand times, to, you know, how we look at people looking at Simon and then back and forth, those camera, camera angles. But I was actually standing in front of him, and the entire panel is there And they greeted us, you know, so warmly, um, particularly after we introduced ourselves, you know, and and they recognized us as veterans. But I think what had the most impact for me is that even though I stood there, seen it a thousand times, there's nobody else that could really capture it like the four of us together on stage because we were a unit. You know, every time we go out together, it was what we did. And that's just like our, our military service reflects that, you know, nobody can say that I am the one lone soul hero in this fight, terrorism, or in this battle against depression or whatever the battlefield is that we're on. We just really had a chance to do this as a unit. That was priceless.
0: What I love about watching musical acts is is you can see artists begin to get into the sync of things and when you're close enough to the stage you can really see that when they harmonize when they hit that first note when Steven Tyler looks over at Joe Perry and you can just tell that they're like in that moment that's kind of when the show begins and you guys had a real early moment when you hit the first harmony and I could just see you guys I think two of you locked eyes and it was like uh oh yeah you guys are in the zone and this is going to be really good and then of course they cut back to the judges and you see the smiles and it was just it I thought they really captured the moment well even though it's difficult for television to show exactly the vibe that's going on stage now it contrasts with the vibe that we've all experienced through deployments and I'd love one of you to to share with me a, a moment you'll never forget during a deployment. I recall in the package there was somebody that had mentioned, you know, you have lunch together and, and, and you look across at your battle buddies and you're never sure or you're, you're always aware of the fact that you might not see them or that something could happen, uh, an incident, a moment from their deployment that is a day they'll never forget.
1: Uh, this is Ron Henry. Um, I can uh, elaborate on that. Uh, I've had several instances uh, where I have had mentors uh, and one that comes to mind. Uh, I had a Sergeant Major, Command Sergeant Major, and his last name is Wilson, and God bless him and his family. Um, Was a very great mentor for me, a great leader. Um, We would always see each other on a daily basis, and he would always say, Henry, you got your head up? And I said, yes, Sergeant Major, how about you? He said, I got it up. And... uh, That was one day um, we said that to each other, and the next day he was killed in action. Uh, So that really hit home for me um, for losing someone who I really looked up to and really considered as a mentor and a leader. Uh, But it also puts everything in perspective. Um, I knew he was the type of man that, you know, even though him being gone, he would want me to continue on continue on being a good non-commissioned officer, continue on being a good leader, and using the gifts that I have to make this a better world, make this a better place, make it a better uh, armed forces. And, uh, you know, I just won't use just the Army, but make it a better armed forces because we're all one team, we're all one fight, and that's what this group is about. Uh, and we're using music as therapy to do that. So that's um, what it makes relative for me.
0: Let's go to Sergeant First Class Jason Hanna. Jason, share with me just how important music was while you were deployed. Were there moments that you guys used it? I mean, how did it how did it come about? Because I'm always amazed at like the little things people don't think about that are essential and critical to getting through a deployment. Things like music. Uh, Uncle Sam doesn't hand that to you in your sea bag, or he doesn't give it to you. You know, uh, you know, with your battle rattle. Uh, you guys find that and bring it on yourself um share with me any musical moments from your deployments
3: well actually there were several moments but um one i will say one in particular is um i was the only guy in my in, in my unit because i was on a camp Leavenworth in a, a camp bastion um in uh in afghanistan and it just i just recalled it was i think it was one sunday in particular because um, I had always been a part of the uh, the church choir, always been, you know, a, a person that would be involved in the music program. But th- what had happened was I was on the choir, and um, and there was one Sunday I was working. And I was supposed to be, uh, you know, going to church like I normally do. But I had asked my supervisor, I was like, I told her, I said, I will be right back. I just need to run down to the chapel, you know, make sure that these guys are good to go for the service and And that we're, you know, be singing a song, et cetera, et cetera. And, and she was like, she looked at me, she was like, sorry, Hannah. She's like, you know, you don't ever have to ask me. She said, I just see what you do for the, for the soldiers when you're there, when you're singing, she's like, just, you know, just make sure, just come back when you're done, but we're not worried about you. You know, do what you do because you need to be there. And just having, you know, that, that, um, having that, um, experience of knowing that people understood you know what music is to you and how it makes you feel and, how, and what it does for other people and how it brings you know brings them out of the, the dark places because I mean oh. Afghanistan is not the it's not the brightest place you know there's a lot of different things that are going on a lot of trauma oh, yeah. a lot of mm-hmm. just bad experiences and um, you know just having that that it, being able to be a part of that experience and just being a part of different, experiences with the even with the uh british troops and being a part of their choir it was amazing because we were able to we were able to um lift each other up through the uh, power of music so it was amazing
0: Oh, that's absolutely awesome. Does anybody else have a musical moment they'd like to share from a deployment? Because I know that for the folks at home or the folks that haven't served, it's difficult to get your head around the fact that, like, music is everywhere and it is the tie that binds. Uh, People envision the fob or envision these remote bases out there in the hinterland or, you know, in places over there in Afghanistan and Iraq. And they think, oh gosh, it's just soldiers and soldiering and gun cleaning and weapons loading. And, you know, there's plenty of downtime there. And does anybody else have a musical moment where uh, you know, a guitar broke out, uh, you know, some salt and pepper started getting sung, some, uh, you know, great harmonies.
1: <laughs> well, uh, this is Ron Henry again. Um, I remember we were actually being attacked. We were told to put on our gas mask and uh, just... Prepare for what was going to happen. Uh, we were all told to get get in our, we all had uh, separate bunkers that we needed to go in when we were being attacked. So uh, we had about maybe 12 or 13 of us in the bunker, and um, uh, we were told later on to that we could clear our masks, um, everything was good to go as far as chemical-wise, um, but we were still told to stay in the bunker because it was not clear yet. So I just started singing a song. And everybody was like, dude, how can you sing a song at this time? I said, why not? I mean, we, we don't know. This could be our last time. But if it's going to be our last time, let it, be with, let it be with joy. Let it be with some type of happiness. Let it be with some type of encouragement to know that, yes, you know, we put our lives on the line, but it doesn't mean I have to die in grief or die in, in sovereignty or in pain uh, about what's going to happen. And, and eventually all 12 of us started singing in the bunker you know and you know it was just amazing you know it, it uplifted us it got our minds off of what was happening and what was happening around us so I just think again that you know this, this power of music and using it as therapy is so healing and it's so wonderful and in and, and the, and the times that you think it doesn't matter it really does
0: oh again thank you for sharing that uh, do you remember what
1: song it was? Uh, we was actually singing a, hot, a rock song called Hot-Blooded.
0: Oh, yeah. Some foreigner, huh? Just singing a little classic uh, rock. Yeah. It
1: yeah, yeah. was we so hot, so we were just singing Hot-Blooded, <laughs> Hot-Blooded. <laughs> yeah.
0: that's awesome and you know when you get all the young ones around too it's got to be kind of like a classic oldie that they might recognize because if you sing something too obscure you know the young ones look at you like what but everybody knows some of the great songs that's awesome man uh let's go back to sergeant major and uh, share with me now when did you know or when did you get involved with bringing music to the rehabilitation space, mainly. How did you come about working with an organization that helps treat the invisible wounds of war with music?
2: Wow, that's a that's a loaded story. Um, but a long story to make a long story short, um, it's all because of um, one lady, um, and she's probably going to get mad if I mention her name, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, do it. Her name is Kathy Lahara, and uh, Kathy is the, basically the driving force behind. Um, Camo, and um, she basically is the kind of lady that when you meet her, um, you just can't help but to want to help. Um, she's just that kind of person, and um, I started with it started with her. It started um, just you know her saying, "Hey, um, I've got these you know opportunities available, and I you know I could use your help." And the rest is history. That was gosh, at least seven years ago from now. So the you know the rest is history, and I've enjoyed every moment since. Every opportunity that I've had with Camo, every opportunity I've had to um, help heal and re- rehabilitate, or help at least help, help someone feel feel a little better, feel like I've done something great. Um, and giving back sure help Sure feels a whole lot better than taking.
0: Yeah, and I've personally found that some of the trauma and some of the drama that we all feel seems to dissipate when you do give back, when you do work with someone and you make their life better, Uh, you know, just like raising a child. I mean, you have a bad day, but you're around somebody that you can help and all of a sudden the act of helping Helps lift you up from wherever you were. Yes. And I'll say, uh, turn this to Master Sergeant Green. Um, do you have any examples yes, of people you've worked with, veterans over the last couple of years, that you've just seen grow or felt just really, really have breakthroughs?
2: I thought you were going to ask about kids because you got a lot of those.
4: <laughs> See, look at you. <laughs> uh, I've been very blessed to have a musical family, but um, I don't know. I don't want to call names but I'll, I'll, say it, I'll say it like this. You know, we do, we, do go into the, we do go into places where we get the opportunity to treat and work with, treat is not the word, we get the opportunity to work with veterans who are on that recovery journey. And it was uh, probably the year before last night when they had the Invictus game. There was three or four people that we had personally worked with as a team. This team of people that you're talking to right here, and they went from being in a place like probably at the lowest of low to being on a world stage. And they got to exercise their gift at the Invictus Games. And they were front and center, you know, in some of the shots and some of the storyline that was being told. And and the majority of those people are still resilient today. And it was a connection that we were able to have as a team um, to to work through it with them. And, and, I, you know, you asked a question earlier, and to me – yeah, I think that did it did feel like when we were on the stage, and that really connects back to those moments that we had when we all worked together um, in, in the ward and, you know, you know, with service members and family members. Um, it felt like the first round of the NCAA championship when you come in and you're unseated or you're, you know, the, the right end. you got to play in to get in. And then we won the game, and everybody was like, where did these guys come from? And it's what we do um, when nobody is looking that's really, really important. And it it gives us the opportunity to soar at the moment um, that we do get to share, you know, like now. So it's just, it's just powerful because, like, I'm I'm really trying to protect the the names and the interests of folks. I can't be too specific, but it's just really, really powerful because it's a connection that we have. And that connection that we have with them is what, gives us the motivation, and gives us power, you know, to really to know that what we're doing works, to see those seeds planted. Because when you plant a seed today, you don't always see the result you know, until months later. And and that's what it's like when we do what we do. But sometimes, you know, just being able to revitalize a person or help, you know, jumpstart, you know, their path from where they are, you know, sometimes falling from grace. Um, sometimes, like I said, it's the lowest of low. And then rising to height.
0: And there's no bigger stage in America than America's Got Talent, so I'm glad you have taken it to that, and I'm so glad that people are able to witness and see what you're doing, because you do feel it, and if you have a musical inkling in your body, you can pick up on... What you're doing, and I can only imagine the breakthroughs that you're able to achieve with people who are coming from a dark space that don't even want to leave their house, maybe, come to their first appointment with y'all, sing together, play music together, and, and I guarantee it's a cup they want filled again and again and again, and it's so awesome to see you share
4: that. Um,
0: I'll also note real quick, I think I've seen you before, Master Sergeant. Do you sing the Star-Spangled Banner at Caps games?
4: Yeah, most I most certainly do. All All right. caps, baby.
0: See if you can rub see if you can rub a little bit of that magic mojo off on the team. I want to go further than first round next year, you know? That was heartbreaking. I didn't I didn't want him to go
4: home. With that, we're gonna we're gonna ride this thing until we can't ride no more.
0: <laughs> Amen. I'm gonna I'm gonna quote you on that. That's a great way to say it. Okay, let's go one by one, real quick. Who's your favorite judge based on interactions thus far? Ron, go ahead.
1: Our uh, favorite judge right now is Gabriel Union. Mm-hmm. She has uh, she has supported us. I mean, with a lot of enthusiastic uh, gestures and just. I feel like she was the first one to see us before we even came out. She already felt because she can identify with music as therapy. So I would say Gabrielle.
0: Nice, Crystal. Favorite judge?
2: Of course, my favorite judge is Simon Cowell. Come on, people. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to got, be my favorite. I enjoy the man's candor. um I, I, you know, he's, he's been nothing but warm to us. Um, and I, I still I appreciate what he's done already in the business. Um, I think I'm in awe of him in, in, in some certain ways. But, yep, Simon Cowell is my favorite.
0: Nice. And my favorite moment was when he turned to the crowd and he goes, Yes, you've got 4,000 yeses.
2: <laughs> that was
3: just, that was yeah, a moment. That was a moment. I, will, I will say that was a moment.
0: Let's go, Jason. Who's your favorite judge?
3: Uh, you know, I'm going to go with, uh, with Ron, uh, Gabrielle Union. She's my favorite. And and the reason why she's my favorite is because, you know, when we were, after we had finished thing, she made the comment that, you know, that she suffered from PTSD and that she was able to identify and she got what we were, what we were saying. She got the message immediately. And I was like, yeah, there, there's something about that. And plus she's a military brat. So, you know, we, we should there's a kinship there, you
4: know?
0: Amen. Amen. And Caleb, your favorite judge. Um,
4: I'm gonna to have to go with the entire panel. Gave me something that I wasn't looking for anything. I didn't know that anything was missing. But the support and the enthusiasm and the confidence to get a yes when people are there and for them to all affirm us and that they affirm what I had to bring to the equation and I appreciate them for that, for for what they gave back to us. And that was a very powerful moment for me. And Big Ron was messing with me. He was like, did did I see a tear? I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, man.
0: Well, it, it, it was unmistakable. The sergeant major—I loved. The, I've never seen a sergeant major get emotional because the only ones I've ever met were you either yelling at me or they were, te- you know, telling me what I was doing wrong. It was—it was so sweet to see you tear up at the very end. And God bless you. That is absolutely awesome. I'll say, Julianna Huff deserves some love from me, but uh, you know what? I gotta say, my boy Howie never gets enough. And as a stand-up comic, I know he's probably had the longest road to get to there, and uh, oftentimes yeah. is still questioned as far as the least talented. But comics are the best, and I love them, and I totally think that Howie's great. I challenge each and every one of you to try to shake his hand before the end of the season. We um,
2: tried. So we tried. Yeah, we tried. He, I think there might have been a hug. Him. Was there a hug? Did somebody get a hug? <laughs> no, I don't think so. He doesn't touch, from oh. what I
0: heard. All things I've heard. I've never oh, met him think... or interviewed him. He doesn't touch hands, yeah. usually.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. a homophobe, but I, I remember seeing him as a kid because my mom oh, yeah. loved Howie's stand-up. So I, I I remember him putting a glove, like a plastic glove over his head and blowing it up. That's the funniest thing I've ever seen. That <laughs> yeah, I
0: remember him. Remember when he had hair. Remember when he had hair. Amen. <laughs> and that's going back a lot. You should tell him that in the next week. All right. I really look forward uh, to y'all. seeing where y'all go. I look forward to seeing what you break out next. Rip apart another one of those arrangements, put it back together and give us something, you know, that you <laughs> own because I love the I love the arrangement of the Katy Perry audition um just the best of luck to you all and uh i'm gonna i'm gonna come see you guys uh you know when the season winds down i'm gonna come see you guys in the dc area because i know you're all kind of relatively close to washington dc and the virginia-based american military music opportunities and you can find more on camo online and you can see you guys on america's got talent each and every week best of luck to my friends at voices of service
1: thank you sir appreciate it thank you so much